Welcome to the Ladies Kicking Ass Podcast, where we raise our voices and honor the badass achievements of women in the service industry. Get ready for empowering conversations, inspiring stories, and a whole lot of ass-kicking energy. Join us as we redefine what it means to be bold, fearless, and unapologetically Y-O-U, babe. This is your platform, your community, and your source of inspiration. So buckle up, get ready to rock and roll, and let's show this world just how much we can accomplish. Welcome to the Ladies Kicking Ass Podcast. Hi, ladies. Welcome back to another episode of Ladies Kicking Ass. I am so excited to be able to introduce to you my new friend, Julie Lowe. We actually met through a really awesome personal development program that we're both a part of, Ultra, with Brandon Richard. And she just has the coolest story. I love her vibe. She's definitely a lady that's kicking ass, and she's got cool things that are going on right now. But for a brief introduction of Julie, before I let her give you a little nugget, she is an author, speaker, and certified high-performance coach. She uses neuroscience-backed practices and teaches ambitious professionals how to prioritize their mindset, their health, and relationships, which we all desperately need to focus on without sacrificing the quality of work. And I love that in your bio because I think a lot of times women think I can't have both of them at the same time. And we're really talking a ton on this podcast about like, damn it, girl, take care of yourself too. Like, it's cool that you're a super high achiever, but when you let this go, none of that really makes any it doesn't really count. So, you know, we, we've really got to take care of ourselves too. So Julie, welcome to the podcast. Why don't you go ahead and give listeners a little bit extra about you and why you're so passionate about the work that you do? Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on and just like amen to everything you just said, <laughs> because that's, that's really the predicament I see a lot of women finding themselves in is they think they have to choose. They don't think they can have a super successful career and you know, maintain their, their relationships and their health and their mindset. And we feel like we have to choose. It feels like an either or situation. And I don't think that's the case. And that's why I love high performance. You know, like you mentioned, we're in Brendan Burchard's program. And that's where I got my certification was through Brendan Burchard High Performance Coaching Academy. And it really is all about like, how do you have both? How do you have the success you want in your career, but also maintain your health and your relationships. And I'm just so passionate about it. And, you know, as you mentioned, like it, it takes the form for me in, in coaching and also, you know, have a book coming out on the topic. And I just, I think it's so important that women especially know that we don't just have to sacrifice and sacrifice and, and give up parts of our lives and be an imbalance. I really think there's a way to do it healthily and really be happy in both areas. So yeah, that that's kind of what I'm all about. <laughs> that's so awesome. So let's jump in. Let's talk about this book that you have written. First of all, congratulations, because anyone that listens to this podcast knows I'm working on one and it's it's a whole nother skill set to develop. It truly is. I'm like, I can write blogs for days. I can write podcast stuff. I can do all this stuff. And you sit down to write a book and really reflect and you're like, I got nothing. Some days you got nothing. Some days like you're like wearing out pens because you're going so much. If uh, that just like totally aged me there. Yes, I still write with a pen and paper all the time. I'm not typing everything. 
But I love the title of this book. Why don't you tell us what the title is and the backstory of why you wanted to write this book? Yeah, it's called A Few Good Habits. I, I kind of love the title too. <laughs> and the, the subtitle is The Uncomplicated Path to Less Stress and More Success. And that's what it's really all about. And part of, you know, I, I told you what I, I'm so passionate about, but part of the reason I wrote the book too is because I got so tired of all the bad advice I kept reading, especially advice that just didn't work for a busy mom. You know, I took this burnout course and the woman was great, but then she would say things like, well, you know, if you're burned out, you just should sleep until your body's ready to wake up. Like, don't use an alarm. And I was like, what planet are you living in? <laughs> like, number one, you definitely have to be an entrepreneur. You'd have to be in control of your time and not everybody is. I am, but have kids. And we all know like the kids are not going to let us sleep in. Plus school starts so early in the day. If they're school age, like we can't just sleep until we're ready to get up. You know, nonsense like that. And these like complex morning routines that are like 20 steps and they take a couple hours or something. And I was like, this is just nonsense. Like it can be so much simpler than that. And it should be to make it realistic and to make it something that people can actually do. And so I started kind of reflecting on everything I learned. I really kind of hit a breaking point in 2020 with the pandemic. I think a lot of us did where, you know, if you have school age kids, they were home and doing virtual school and just like all the things. And my work day just kept getting longer and longer and longer because I was constantly interrupted with the kids at home. And, you know, I've, I've dealt with anxiety pretty much my whole life. But it just kind of hit that breaking point in 2020. And I was like, okay, there's got to be a better way. I've been doing personal development work and mindset work for years and years and years. But I was like, it's just not quite cutting it. Like, what am I missing? And so being, being the, uh, I guess, crazy person I am, instead of just like reading a book, I joined this massive nine-month certification because that's what you do when you're overwhelmed, right? Is join <laughs> A nine-month-long coaching certification. But I thought, well, like, well, the coaches have to know the secrets, right? If I learn everything the coaches know, I'll, like, nail this thing. So I dove all in, learned all the, you know, secrets in mindset coaching, personal development, started studying neuroscience with a neuroscientist, literally, and really kind of dug into this stuff. Came out the other side, much healthier, happier woman. But I thought, my God, this is ridiculous that it took me months and months and months, like more than a year to get all this knowledge, thousands of dollars in coaching programs. Like not everybody can do this and it shouldn't be this hard. I had to piece together the information over the years. And I was like, you know what? I just want to write a practical guide that's like, here are the the four things. It's literally four habits that I think if you focus on these and you really take your time to go all in on these habits, they're very simple. They're not complicated. Most of them are even common sense. You're going to be like, yeah, I kind of know that. But we're not doing them, right? We're, we're making things so stinking complicated. And we're trying to do the 20-step morning routine and just like cram all this stuff in. And we think we're just going to find a cool app or something that's going to help us get our lives together. And, you know, we just we think if we get more productive that we'll just fix our lives. But the reality is we've got it all kind of backwards and we just actually get more efficient at burning ourselves out. And I was like, okay, there's, there's gotta be a better way. And I just kind of combined everything I learned over the past few years of like, okay, what worked, what didn't work? 
what do we think based on like what maybe society has told us or other experts have told us should work, but it's not. (laughs) We just need to like call BS on it and be like, okay, these things don't work. Here's what really works. And here's exactly what to do. Because that was the other thing. I would read these books. I don't learn all these tips and tricks, but then I would feel left on my own to figure out, okay, well, what habits should I create now? Like, what should I do? Because it was either way too complicated or way too vague. So that's what A Few Good Habits is all about, of like, what should you focus on? How exactly do you do it? And how can we keep this as uncomplicated as possible so you actually take action? That is brilliant because so many of us, like you hear so much, especially if you're into personal development or you're tiptoeing, you're dipping your toes into this thing. So many people are like, your morning routine is everything. And then you listen. And a lot of them that talk about morning routine, I don't know if you notice this or not. A lot of them are men and they say, this is my morning routine. I get up, I spend an hour by myself, you know, then I go to the gym for an hour and then I come back and make myself healthy breakfast. And I'm like, shit, I've been to work for two and a half hours already. Like I drop kids off and I'm running. Like give me something as a woman that is like, I got 15 minutes before my kids wake up because I was up way past that when they went to bed last night and everyone else did. What's 15 minute thing I can do with my brain real fast. That's going to put me on a trajectory of positivity that day. Like this is the tactical things that we need to hear instead of everybody preaching this ridiculous thing that we all try to do. And then we beat ourselves up because we suck at it. And it's not that we suck at it. It's because we don't have the damn time to get it done. So I love what you have done with this and broke it into four things that, you know, are are the habits. I want everybody to read this book. So we're just going to kind of leave you on a cliffhanger of what those are. I think it's so important that you understand that it's okay if you get advice from someone about doing something and it doesn't work for you. That doesn't make you a failure. Look for something else. Look for something else. And the first time Julie and I talked and she said she was writing this book and she's giving me all the details about it. I was like, I can't wait for this book because that is exactly what I need is you have the same busy lifestyle I have with school age kids and things going on. So you understand what my issues are. And a lot of the women that listen to this podcast are the same situation that we are busy working moms with school age children. So I'm so excited for this book to come out. I think it's going to help so many people. Talk to me, Julie, about personal development programs that you've been a part of and how you have taken that personal development things that you've learned and implemented them into your business And what kind of, if you have any examples of that, like what kind of difference it has made in your business to really invest in that personal development? Yeah, I mean, I think it's so key. Like I I say it in the book and I've said it for years. I think that starting your own business is the greatest personal development journey you could ever go on. And I think if you're not doing the work, honestly, the odds of success, I think really go down because I think having a business it forces you to do your work, right? Because a lot of times, like, I feel like all of our stuff, you know, comes up when you're, you're running a business, because it feels so personal. And it can be so challenging. It's such an up and down journey. And I think if you don't really take the time to do some personal development works, do some mindset work, you're really going to have a hard time just to, to be honest, because it really is a challenge. And you can't, 
just grit your way through. I think that's something a lot of us are taught growing up is like, if you want it bad enough, you're just going to buckle down, you're going to work hard and you're going to like grit through. I grew up on a farm, like blue collar community. Like I definitely have that ingrained, like in my DNA, have an excellent work ethic and the grit and the work ethic alone are not going to see you through. You really have to do that work, mental and physical. That's the, the thing I missed at first, though, was the physical component. So you have to do the mindset work, like totally find those personal development programs that are focused on the mental aspect and don't neglect your body. And that's another big thing that led into this book is because for years, like I said, that's why I went into the coaching program. I was like, I'm doing mindset work, but it's not quite enough. Like I'm still struggling with anxiety. I can't quite get everything under control. I was really out of balance in terms of work and family life balance. And I was like, is there some ninja trick to mindset that I'm just like missing? Is there like some other level I'm missing? You know, like I said, as important as mindset is, if you walk around and ignore the fact that you have a body, (laughs) you're not just a head, you're not just a brain, and you ignore the mind-body connection, you are missing out on such a chance to, to take your health and your life to another level because we're not just the head as much as I live in my head, right? And stress lives in the body first. That was a huge kind of like aha moment for me is I always thought of stress as just a mental thing. And I thought if I think better thoughts, if I could get my mindset under control, I could figure this out. But then I wasn't taking care of my body. And I was ignoring the fact that stress is a nervous system response, literally, you know, so it's our body is responding to the stress first, and then it kind of hijacks our brain. So if you're not really addressing that physical component, that's when we feel like strung out on stress. That's when, you know, we're not sleeping. Our energy is really low. So no matter how much mindset work you do, if you're not taking that holistic whole body approach it's probably kind of the missing piece for you. Like it is for, was for me, right. Where I was like, what am I doing? Like I do all the mindset work. Like what's, what's the deal here? Yeah. Well, I wasn't taking care of my body. So I was, I call it stress debt. So we all know sleep debt. You know, if you don't sleep night after night, it kind of adds up, especially with little kids, right. When they're young and we like, so stress is the same way. The, the body keeps the score. The body holds on to that stress And if you're not doing something physical to address the stress over time, it just adds up and adds up and adds up. And we end up in what I call stress debt, where we really have to proactively work to build ourselves back up and to get into better health. Yes. And when you say taking care of your body, you're talking about movement and nutrition stuff, correct? That and sleep, you know, there's a lot of things that, again, it's it's common sense, but it's not always common practice. Like, it's certain things that we know, but until we really get at a deeper level, I think, you know the science behind it or really know, it's one of those things that you can hear and go like, yeah, 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 I know I should exercise or I should sleep more or whatever. But if you don't get the impact that it's going to have and why, that's when it clicked for me, at least. You know, you've heard your whole life, like eat healthy, move your body, sleep better. And it's like, yeah, I know they're important and generally why. But for me personally, at least, I had to tie it to things that felt more concrete for me, especially to my business. I'll admit, because I am a, a high achiever, I'm a high performer. And so like 
just general health stuff honestly wasn't as motivating to me as it probably should have been. But when I was like, oh, well, when I'm stressed, I literally don't have the same cognitive function as I do when I'm in a more, you know, regulated state. If you're even a little bit dehydrated, you're really kind of depriving your brain of what it needs, right? You know, when I started thinking about like my mind not being as sharp, that's what got me, right? (laughs) Because it's really important to me that my brain is sharp. So I think sometimes, and that's what I try to do in the book is tie it back to, well, what matters to you that's going to make it click so that this common sense stuff actually finally does become common practice? Sure. Because it's like common sense. I look at this, this is like on an extreme side of things, but if you've ever been through something with a family or somebody that's on drugs or something, and you're like, you're going to kill yourself if you do this, there's something there that's not clicking. Like this is still giving me more than this would give me in their brains a little bit. So it's like, how do you make those things click? For me, same thing. I've always been like, well, I got to work and I got all this shit I got to get done and I got to do all this stuff. I don't have time to go to the gym. I don't do this. This is something I struggle with terribly is the body part too. So this is helping me a ton, Julie, because I've never really thought about it that way either is like, I need to have that body mind connection. My mind is going a million miles an hour all day long. But I do fall into that funk, you know, like the hydration is so important. I deprive myself of sleep so I can get up and get more work done early, early, early in the morning, you know, and you're not going to the gym and working out because you got too much other shit that you got to do. Like, what can you take off your plate, ask for help with so that you can have more time to do that? I'm looking to hire an assistant right now. And the whole time you're talking, I'm like, I might have time to do this now. It's not might. Like you have to make that a priority just as much as your work, because if this isn't okay, then none of the work even matters. Yeah. And you have to have a plan. You have to have a really solid plan because the thing is motivation and even having that, that why of why it's important to you isn't enough to rely on because it's not going to last. It's not going to maintain motivation, willpower, they're fleeting, limited resources. And so we have to really have a solid plan to make it happen or otherwise it's like, yeah, I'm going to start working out and I'm going to start dieting and eating healthier. When? How? Like, right? So if we don't really bring intention to it and have a solid plan, that's where a lot of us fail is because we get all excited and we do it for a week and then motivation drops off because life happens. Kid gets sick or their activities get really busy or like whatever. And then it just doesn't propel us far enough. So it's like you need to have those those deeper reasons and you want to have the motivation, but you have to have a plan underpinning it all. And it doesn't have to be complicated. That's the thing. Be so simple, but you're like three times more likely to succeed even with a super basic plan. So that's another thing I walk through in the book is like, how can you do this as simply as possible but increase your odds of actually succeeding and sticking with your habits much, you know, much, much better. That's a very important part too, because a lot of us, especially women overcomplicate the shit way too much, way too much. I got to go to the gym for an hour and I got to do this and I got to, I'm going to cook a grilled chicken in the middle of the day. You're like, I'm not going to do any of this, (laughs) you know, like how can I make this so incredibly simple that it's foolproof and really that plan. I love what you say about that because plans exist for when motivation goes away. 
If you've got a plan, it doesn't require motivation to do that. And I love something that Brendan talks about all the time. Like you are the power plant. Like energy isn't just there. You create the energy, you create the momentum, you create the motivation. So if you're not finding it, you got to find a way to create it. It's not something that's just floating around out there. You have to create that. And with your mind and your body, you can do those things. I love that so much. And that is so incredibly true, I think, for a lot of high-performing women. You know, you and I grew up very similar, you know, farm, blue-collar town. Like, we saw hard work happening all the time. So we really have been raised with that mindset of, like, hard work gets results. This gets results. Like, no, like, they, you know, no resting, you know, that makes you lazy. I don't know where the hell somebody came up with that, you know, but, like, trying to get these things out of our brains that maybe were caught, not necessarily taught to us that we think, hey, if I'm not busy doing something, I'm wasting my time. Talk to me about what resting really does and finding the time to do that for high achieving women and maybe give us some tips on how you have been able to figure out how to do that. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's balanced. So I still definitely believe in like working hard for what you want. Like we're not just going to like magically manifest, you know, our dream career or whatever without putting in the work. And if we're not taking care of ourselves and we're not having that rest and recovery time. Yeah, it's just number one, we're going to alienate our friends and family. If we make it to the top, it's going to be very lonely because we've alienated everybody because we've done nothing but work and prioritize work over everyone and everything else. Um, so that's a problem, number one. Number two, yes, we can generate energy. And I, and I love that quote from Brendan. And it's not unlimited unless you, you know, have a restoration period, right? So it's really that balance. So I think one problem that I know I've had, and I think a lot of women struggle with, is feeling like I can't take a break. I can't pause. I've got so much to do. I've just got to go, 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 go. And we go until we go to bed at night, right? So it's like totally nonstop. And I think one thing that I've really embraced is number one, getting to bed earlier and really prioritizing that sleep because no matter how special you are, it's a rare person that can really thrive, not just thrive, but thrive on less than seven hours of sleep. So number one, making that sleep a priority because it's just simple biology. Like we need sleep. Our brain, first time I ever heard this, it's a little gross, but it's kind of cool. Our brain actually has like a drainage system. And when we sleep, our brain kind of like does a cleanup. It's like the cleanup crew happens at night, right? And so if you really want to make sure that you're mentally sharp, you need that sleep for your brain to process things and literally do like a cleanup crew kind of situation in there to make sure that everything is really running the way it's meant to. So number one, if you think about it in that way, like we all know if we don't get enough sleep, we're not quite as sharp, but it literally at like a chemical level, we need that time for our brain to restore. And then the other thing that was big for me was not just sleep, but those periods during the day where you have little breaks. And, you know, we think sometimes like, I can't take a break. I can't take a break here and there. If I'm stopping here and there during my day, I'm not going to be as productive and I'm not going to get as much done. The truth is we're actually going to be far more productive if we regularly get up, move our body and get away from our computer for a little bit, get away from what we're doing for a little bit. It's just, it's so true though. 
And I know like I'm very guilty of it. I will sit at my desk for hours without getting up if I get really into flow on something. So I literally, I set reminders. I actually have this little timer cube thing that I keep on my desk to physically remind me to set it when I sit down. And I, I have to rely on the timers, but you know what? That's fine if that's what I got to do to get up. But when you get up and you move your body, you take your mind off of something for a little bit, you come back refreshed. And the other thing I'll say on rest is also taking some visual breaks, which I know may sound a little bit strange, but when it comes to brain fog, mental fatigue, a lot of our brain power is used on vision. And so if you literally a couple times a day can even just sit and close your eyes for a minute, you'd be amazed at how much more energy you have and how much sharper you are as the day progresses. So if you build in those tiny could just be a couple of minutes, like get up, move your body for a minute or two, sit down, close your eyes, have a little bit of a relaxation, you know, relaxation period, and then set an intention for what you're going to do next. I think you'll be amazed at that you're not nearly as tired at the end of the day and you're actually more productive. So even just tiny bits of rest throughout the day can make a big difference. Huge, huge, huge. And I love what you say about just closing your eyes to do that. Like the break stuff, so much. I have an I have alarm set on my phone to do that. <laughs> Everybody at my office at my septic company probably thinks I'm nuts. I'm always <laughs> out there like walking around talking to myself, you know. But that is like my little thing. Like, okay, I just worked on something for an hour. I gotta go take a lap, process some things. I come back, sit at my desk, just close your eyes, just focus on your breath for thirty seconds. I'm not kidding, thirty seconds. It is like you just like had a shot of caffeine or something that like it like completely opens your brain back up again. So I think that that's so huge. So huge. I love that. Love it. Love it. Love it. So if someone is interested, Julie, in working with you or learning more about you or following you, or I know you have a cool little offer for your book, tell us where to find you. Yeah. So you can find me at coachjulielow.com and you're going to be able to find, I've got some fun quizzes on there. I've got the book is on there. It's not available to purchase until October 5th, but until then, if you go to my website and you look under the book tab, you can actually download the first chapter for free. So you can check it out. So if you're not sold on it yet, go read the first chapter, see if you like that. It really kind of sets the tone for the whole book. And then you can read that for free. And then on October 5th, it'll be available on Amazon. You can also find my coaching services and everything else there at Coach Julie Lowe. And all of my social media is Coach Julie Lowe. That is so awesome. And just because I want to support you with your book and I want people to read this, if you're listening to this podcast, the first five people that DM us and Ladies Kicking Ass with a few good habits, we're going to buy a book and we're going to send it to you. So I'm super excited to get this into people's hands and support you with your book launch that you have going on because I know so many, if me and you need this, there's a hell of a lot of other ladies out there that desperately need this stuff. So the more we talk about it, you know, it's just so incredibly important that we just rally around each other and realize that we're, we're all struggling with some things, but there is some help out there. And when you link arms with other women that want to talk about it and are willing to, then we can rise above it. And maybe it just makes you feel a little less crazy, you know? 
Yeah. I mean, I like literally got goosebumps when you said that, because I think it's so important that we talk about this stuff and we don't feel alone. Because I know for a long time, I felt like it's just me. It's a Julie problem. right? (laughs) I'm the only like crazy lady struggling over here. And it's so not true. And the more I talk to people, the more people go, yes, me too. Right. We're just not alone. And we got to talk about this stuff so that we can help each other out. So it's not so hard. So yes. Amen. Yes. Busy is not a badge of honor anymore. And we all need to be getting better at asking for help. I just, I told my husband last night, I'm like, you know what? I'm really getting on the, on the bandwagon of this asking for help stuff. It's really awesome. He's like, yeah, no shit. (laughs) You know, (laughs) like that's never been difficult for him. I'm like, it was always been so hard for me because I took great pride in being like, I can do it. I got it. I got it. And to my own detriment for years, And it's just so crazy. So I know this is going to help so many people. So one last question, Julie, that I always ask everybody on the podcast. And this is very good question for you because you just wrote a book. So picture this. You're writing a chapter in a book titled Ladies Kicking Ass. Tell me what your chapter is about and what that phrase means to you. Oh, gosh. So I'll start with what the phrase means to me. To me, the phrase really means that you're kicking ass in all areas. And it doesn't mean being perfect, but it means bringing your full self to it and really showing up as your best self in all areas. And, you know, something you and I talked about before the show started was the idea that To me, high performance means that you're bringing those same high achieving attitudes that make you, you know, super successful at work and in your career, bring that same kind of mentality and intention to your personal life. Because what I was doing before was I was was actually congruent. I had that work ethic in my work, but I wasn't bringing the same ethic and intention to my personal lives, to my mental health and my physical health. So to me, to really be kicking ass, you can't just be successful at work. You also have to be successful at home. You also have to be successful in taking care of your health. And that's really how you become that well-rounded high performer and can, quote unquote, have it all. So let's see chapter. Well, you know what? I'm going to tell you one of two of my favorite chapter titles from my actual book, One of them is called Sleep Your Way to the Top. Wait, not like that. (laughs) That's literally the the chapter title because it's my sleep chapter. And then there's another one that's called Willpower Won't Keep You from Eating the Thin Mints. So it's all about how willpower doesn't work and motivation doesn't last. So I don't know about the, the the other one, but those are a couple of fun chapter titles just to kind of give people a little sneak peek. Oh my gosh, that makes it that makes me want to read them even more because this this Julie is is very very humble about how awesome she is. And just the personality with who you are and the way that you talk and being really real and being able to have fun with things, that's what's going to make this book so incredibly awesome. So this is the kind of audience that is going to love your book. So I'm so excited about that. Remember the first five people that shoot me a DM through Ladies Kicking Ass with the title, A Few Good Habits, we're going to send it. We'll get your address and we'll send you out a book after it launches on October 5th, which is going to be 
here real quick because we're going to launch this podcast on the week that you're launching your book. So that will be super awesome and everybody will be motivated and be able to go out and grab a copy of your book. Thank you so much, Julie, for being here. I appreciate you so much and thank you for putting all of your nine months worth of coaching into a small book for us to be able to learn the same things that you did. Thank you so much. It was so much fun. Thanks for being part of the Ladies Kickin' Ass community. Cheers to all you badass women out there. Keep rocking your power, igniting your fire, and making waves in the service industry. If you loved today's episode, please do me a quick favor. Take a screenshot, post it, and tag us at Ladies Kickin' Ass. Be sure to include the link to your favorite episode. Your support in spreading the word means the world to us as we aim to empower even more women. Hit that subscribe button to stay tuned for more kick-ass episodes. And don't forget, a five-star review is the ultimate high five. Connect with us on social media. All the links are in the show notes. Thank you for being part of our tribe. Now go kick some serious ass, lady.